The World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. What's our name? Welcome to the New Gen on Mission Podcast on our South Connection. I'm Tim Slopka. I'm JP. Thanks again for joining us. As always, we're on the journey to relive the new generation era, to find the best and some of the worst of wrestling time period often forgotten. From Brennan Shaw Survivor Series 92 to Brennan Shaw Survivor Series 97, we'll look beyond the pay-per-views, examine the weekly TV and see what worked, what could have worked, and what failed. JP, how's life? Uh, it's uh, middle of December, and there's a pretty much a tropical depression outside, so it's, that's new. Yeah, there was. Uh, I was watching the uh, one of the football games that was all rain today, so that was pretty yeah. funny. But, That's um, pretty different. We, so. Actually, we had the same. We had we've had oh, really? downpour all day. Uh, downpour all day today. If it was colder, the snow would have been like an all time uh, like it. But luckily, it was no snow. So or it's, it's warm enough. It's only like forty. But if this was snowing, like this would have been like foot of snow. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's like, like rain today. It's like tornadoes so, and everything down here. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, but Christmas time season. We're in, in the holiday season. So. Good stuff. The lights all oh, yeah. around. Everyone's in a good mood. Last minute packing and panicking. So mm, yeah, Every- eggnog overload. <laughs> hey, hey, you hey, eggnog hey. guy? No, it's gross. Man, son of a bitch, dude. This hey. this is too. So I was hoping we would get to at least Brett and Sean Survivor Series ninety seven. Yeah, well, like yeah, yeah, we're gonna get to uh... cancel Christmas. <laughs> Brett and Owen. That's as far as we make it. <laughs> I know eggnog is very polarizing, but yeah. Yeah, I just don't like it. My a mom lot of loves it. Think it's disgusting. My mom loves it. She like yeah. every year tries to get us to do it and we're like, no. She birthed so, you, so she's a good yeah. woman. So no, you know. should respect she knows, that. She knows what she's doing. I just right. refuse. So Exactly. Uh, now do you put alcohol in there or no? No. No, I don't drink. drink. I don't I got liver disease, so I don't drink anymore. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but I okay. mean even if I did, I don't I wouldn't put it in there. But Yeah, was, my mom really doesn't either. But I know <laughs> yeah. that I know that's a big, big thing for people to do. Well, I'm like a I'm like a meth addict with eggnog because I'm I'm also lactose intolerant and I still okay. will drink eggnog. We'll drink it. It's worth it. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about the repercussions. Like I'll yeah, yeah. you know, that's whatever. a pretty thick cream. Yeah, that's a pretty thick cream. <laughs> exactly. So it's probably not the best. So. Right. You gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta treat yourself. So <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's move on to some uh, SummerSlam build up. The final final couple uh, superstars and Raws before. SummerSlam. So we're going to do uh, two superstars and one Raw. So 8-13 superstars to start things off. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was taped back on August 2nd. So it's pretty pretty fresh. Definitely all the the things they have going on here are setting up for SummerSlam, which is kind of nice. So I, I, I like when the like the taping schedule goes this way. So uh, we start off with the high shrinkers, uh, just their standard squash, kind of build, try to build up that IRS Tatanka match, or sorry, IRS and Bam Bam versus right. shrinkers match, but it, it just has no feud. There's the tag team division is really lacking. Uh, they just, they, it really is very disappointing mm-hmm. uh, to to have this match, uh, and they they give no build. And I've already watched SummerSlam, or at least this first part of it, and it's like that that match is such a throwaway even then. So not only are they not giving any build, but by the time they get there, they just completely blow it off. So. Very disappointing uh, in a tag team. And a team that we've kind of liked, the Head Shrinkers. We know Rikishi ends up being, he has some bad gimmicks, but he ends up having a decent career. I wouldn't say great, right. but a pretty decent career. And obviously, uh, some future ahead of him with his sons as well. Well, the thing, thing that sucks too is like, um, it's not that tag team wrestling is dead. It's only in the WWF because. Like, true. Yes, you're very true. Very true. You know, ECW has some good tag teams right now. Public Enemy is like really good in ECW at this point. Um, I know, like people wouldn't assume that knowing their WCW stuff, but ECW, they're really good. Yeah. Um, 
WCW, you know, they got Harlem Heat. They got that, you know, uh, what's the, the the Dick Slater Bunkhouse Buck? Like they got, they, yeah. they got some solid teams across the board. I can't um, think what their name of that is, but yes. Yeah, what the hell is it? The Stud Stable. And yeah, then, yeah. They just they just have you know different teams. Some nasty boys. Mm-hmm. All you know across Blue the board. Bloods. Yeah, right. Blue yeah, yeah. Bloods. Blue Bloods definitely. So like. Um, Tag team wrestling isn't dead. It's just, you know, Vince doesn't... He'd rather put, like, two main eventers together for a program than actually have tag teams, which sucks because um, if they focused on it, it, they actually have some solid teams in the company. It's just, you know, like 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 you can see Men on a Mission. They were fun. They were fun tag team in the beginning. Yeah. I know Mo gets hurt, but you can tell they all always wanted Mabel to be, like, the single star, you know, so... I guess we'll just have to chronicle it as it goes. Yeah, and then we got, uh, after that real quick, a Bob Backlund squash. So this, they've really started bringing him back. After he's kind of been disappeared for a while, they've kind of really brought him back. Uh, mm-hmm. Fighting, definitely doing his heel gimmick and the cro- uh, chicken wing, the cross-face chicken wing, uh, building that that move up as well. Uh, anything you want to add? Yeah, well, you know what's crazy is, like, so they emphasize the chicken wing, like you said, like, they put it over really well in commentary and like how he snaps and how devastating it is. You know, like that's a submission hold, right? The yes. world champions move is a submission hold and they don't put that over to this extent, which is weird. Like the sharpshooter at this time never gets put over like this devastating hold. Um, but Bob Backlund like snaps and does a chicken wing and it's like the most vicious thing in the world. So just kind of like they can put the effort into things. I'm, I'm glad they're doing it with Backlund because it does make him at least interesting right now. So, <clears throat> I don't know. just kind of wish they'd do it with the sharpshooter, too, especially considering where the feud goes. It would make more sense, but maybe, yeah. maybe they do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I don't remember quite of that, but uh, definitely something to look at. Mm-hmm. I go for base. But definitely, they're definitely building that move up as, a, as something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And him in general as being someone yeah. that's like a time bomb kind at of all nowhere. times. So, right. Yep. So uh, after that, you know, you know, we slept through those two squashes, and now we're talking like prime main event stuff here. Um, we have Adam Bomb versus Timothy yes. Well. Yes. So prime. Adam, Adam Bomb has the the new color scheme now with like the blue and yellow because he's a baby face. So uh, no more scary red and orange, I guess. Um, not much of a match. Like I, I was hoping it would go on a little more. Just to kind of see what Adam Bomb could do yeah. with Babyface, like you know, not expecting like a great match or anything. Just, just to kind of see how he handles being a Babyface. Um, Harvey ends up distracting as Dunn interferes, so uh, Adam Bomb like kind of fends off both of them. And he, Adam Bomb is really over with the crowd, if nothing else. Like um, they're really into him. You could tell they've kind of been wanting to cheer him. Like, I yep. know his look probably plays a part in that, but. Um, you know, kind of weird to have him feuding with Well Done as a as a team or whatever. I guess it's just he's probably just feuding with Harvey in general and like anyone that's with him. Um, but yeah, pretty cool reaction. Good to see him get um, get that out of the crowd. I don't know if you had anything to add to that. Well, I think the reason it's uh, with Timothy Well or why they didn't choose Stephen Dunn, but was really to set up the uh, the following week's match, right? I think is really kind of that's getting, true. Uh, yeah, that's I think, true. I think I just assume that's why and to really build up. And I think they just have nothing for the smoking gun. So I'm sure on mm-hmm. the house, I'm guessing on the house show they were doing well done versus uh, 
<laughs> smoking smoking guns. Guns. Just my ga- I'm gas. I'm in what a terrible feud. I, I know. Sorry, your boys. But, right. But, no, you know, we're talking no, F level. Right. Ba- bathroom break. But uh, uh, yeah, my, my first question was why is Bob not fighting uh, Quang at SummerSlam? But mm-hmm. I found out that's a dark match. So our goal oh. in the next two weeks is to find this dark match. Yes. Yes. Uh, but again, why, why, why couldn't they throw that on? Like they've built that feud up a little bit here. Uh, Harvey Whippleman's really crappy. Like, uh, Terrible. I, I, yeah, I just think he just adds nothing. They, they always talk him up like, oh, he's been doing a ton. I'm like, what? What has he been doing? <laughs> right. Uh, and, th- and then and then what's kind of funny is like what's interesting on this is Anna Bomb at the end um, uh, uh, turns around and like, like the underhook clothesline and, mm-hmm. and eliminates both of well done. And like the jobbers that they are like it's kind of it's kind of crazy that like he's just able to easily take both of them out. Like, why do they even need? Uh, a tag team match for it, and then right, I thought he's getting. I thought he, I definitely think he's getting big pops too. Yeah, well, well, like you said, well done. It just is a nothing team at this point. Like they're yeah, basically jobbers with matching tights. Like they're just nothing. So it was interesting um, to see how easily he disposed of them. Um, yes, and then we get uh, just a couple of things. I had they had the live reports. And it seems like Luna Vachat is off Bam Bam. I know we haven't really talked about that much, but she's kind of right. moved on from Bam Bam. They didn't really explain that too well. Again, maybe we're missing it on like a wrestling challenge. That's where that goes to. Uh, and then actually I have um, uh, in, in the live report about how the head shrinkers are like talking, building them up once again. And it's like one of the, I put, this is one of the worst tag team title uh, matches ever. And like reigns, like their, their reign has been very, oh, yeah. they, they, their big match was against, uh, sorry, uh, Crush and Yoko at King of the Ring, and now they're fighting mm-hmm. this like made together team. Like this might be one of the weakest tag team runs of all time um, to this date, right? Uh, definitely, I think there's well, a lot also, in the future. Yeah, like like if you think about it, like or like I don't know, if are you a Sporkle player at all, or have you ever played? Well, I bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like if you do like the tag team champions, like I'll have a pretty easy time, you know, up until early 2000s. But the head shrinkers are always one out, like. It's hard to even remember them as champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's such a forgettable reign. Like it's just nothing. Like they're clearly transitional champions, I guess you could say. But uh, yeah. So after that, uh, Adam Bomb. Oh, I can get. The, a, I can get. I can, I'll get the match. I'll get. Yeah, I'll get yeah. The yeah. So we get. So we get. Um, I also put that we had the. They show this highlight a lot of the Ray, Raymond Rougeau interview with Leslie Nielsen. And I do have to say, Macho Man, of course, has two hotties with him. Uh, of course. Even for 90s standard. But he's like, clearly, they're in bikinis. Like, he definitely picked their wardrobes. That was pretty funny. Uh, and they showed this clip a lot uh, of uh, Ray Rougeau trying to get an interview and Leslie Nielsen knocking him off the pool. But I had to bring up the Macho Man and his uh, two hotties. Uh, then we get Dwight the Cloud. And uh, I just put here that, again, like, the crowd here is so much more into like his type of match than they were for like a backland. Like yep. it's crazy still how over Doink is. I also put these kind of getting a gut right now. So again, I know they've switched, I switched Doink, but I think Ray Apollo's it for most of the time, but mm-hmm. you definitely look like he had stopped working out and just <laughs> yeah. like, you know what? I'm not going to do real wrestling. So I'm just going to get a fat gut. Exactly. You know? So um, that was that. And then we do get a, we do get a, a notice that Sunday night slam has now been signed or whatever they say. Uh, that it'll be uh, August the 21st. And the big match was Luger versus Crush. And one of the things I was confused about was I thought actually Luger was in jail. Or sorry, Crush was in jail. I didn't know he wasn't in jail. So uh, mm. I thought he got, went to jail at sometimes for like steroid possession or something. He does. Like, I think it's at 95. Oh, is it? Because I was like literally like, I, I, I was like, uh, I was shocked when I saw him. I'm like, I think he's in jail because we haven't seen him for a while. That I remember. Well, isn't, he, isn't he in the 95 Rumble or no? 
Yeah, he is. So I don't know what. Yeah, but he, I don't think we've seen him since King of the Ring. Right. Yeah, I don't know. He goes to jail for like a year. So yeah, right. Yeah, I, I so, believe so. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, I was I was well, kind of shocked. But that was just my first. One. I was like, holy sh- holy crap, he's right. Back, so. One one oh, thing I was thinking when you mentioned the the gut on Doink. Um, are we sure that's not John Wayne Gacy? He was pretty fat. <laughs> it was good. Right? It's double. <laughs> Yeah, so one I mean, night only, the, one night only. <laughs> exactly, yeah. one night stand. The, the possibilities yeah. <laughs> are endless. So, um, just you know, <laughs> adds another layer to that character if you're inclined to believe so. Yes. Um, so speaking of heartbreak, uh, we get Heartbreak Hotel next with uh, Jim Cornette. Um, Sean brings up like Walter Payton, and like I just put a note here, uh, like like how they're just like, you know bragging on like Walter Payton and everything how he's such a big deal and I just have the note of uh remember when Bearish players were relevant in the spotlight like this was you know th- this was obviously the Nader years like the the 90s were a terrible decade for the Bears outside of like one or two years but um we haven't had that since like Erlocker as far as like a premier player goes I, I guess so that was pretty cool um then uh, Cornette like mentions that Yoko couldn't find uh, top level competition, so he's boycotting SummerSlam, which is kind of cool because you kind of storyline are telling why Yoko's not there. Like the guy was champion earlier in the year, and now he's not on SummerSlam. Like the fall, yeah. the fall is real for him. So just to kind of mention that, um, then like. They start talking about Undertaker, and Cornette gets, like, openly flustered. So, I don't know if they're still trying to, like, connect those dots with Yoko and Taker. Um, or just trying to keep that open, I guess, while they find something for Yoko, maybe. But, kind of weird that that came out of nowhere, so. Yeah. Um, I don't get, like, I guess it was just random to get, get a guy that can talk to come out for the Heartbreak Hotel. But Cornette being out there was kind of weird, I guess. What, what did you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I guess they're trying to. My my thought is that they're trying to build. I'm actually shocked they're trying to build up this Taker Yoko because I thought the original plan was uh, Taker Faker was supposed to go for a while. Like I thought it right. was supposed to be like a long term feud. So I'm kind of shocked Yoko's here. We again another guy we haven't seen for a while. Mm-hmm. Again, it's weird that like they're bringing up. Oh, he's not at SummerSlam, but we just saw like a whole bunch of people not at SummerSlam. So it's like there's actually a lot of you know like smoking guns. Well done, and Bob like all the Bob Backlund. Like none of these guys are at SummerSlam. So it's kind of weird that like that point of like, well, he's not going there. Well, I feel a little different. If it was like, okay, there's like 14 matches, but there's not a lot of guys at SummerSlam. So kind of feels like disheartened, like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> on that. Um, yeah. So I assume they're just trying to reestablish Yoko. Um, I, I'm guessing whatever, whatever they like said, hey, okay, we, we got to reset him and make him a menace again. Like he's been went down too long. We got to re, we got to rebuild him up. Cause we think he's a viable hill still. It's, it's just my guess. <clears throat> Well, he's got to be leaving soon, though, right? Like, because uh, like he makes his big comeback at Mania Eleven. Yeah, it's uh, you know, spoilers, Survivor Series. He he makes it to Survivor Series and then he's gone. After right. okay, think, okay. And I don't know. Again, this is where he starts going to the fat farms. Yeah. So I don't I don't know which like you know he hasn't been. We haven't seen him in like two months. So he might be already made one trip, and maybe they said okay, okay now that you're back, uh, right. we could do that again. So I'm just not sure, but. Um, I didn't really see much in the observer. I kind of read some of the observers. I didn't see much on Yokozuna because uh, I mean, honestly, the observers around this time are so focused. I think Meltzer wanted Vince to go to jail, so they're yeah, so of course even like WCW. Like beside, there's not a lot in there. They talk a little bit about Hogan showing up, 
because it's the time when Hogan uh, going joins WCW, but like they really spend all his time on <clears throat> Vince McMahon going to jail. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird. Like you mentioned the foul farm thing, which I think is true. Isn't it weird that they're like, you know, hey, we need you to go lose weight, but then every time he's on TV, they're just like fawning over how fat he is. Oh yeah, so he's like, like look at like, how big he is. Yeah, right. So it's like crazy. It's like you know, they're they're highlighting it, but then they're also telling him, hey, you need to do something about this. So yeah, the yin and the yang, I guess. Um, and then to finish out the show, we get a fake taker squash. So um, they don't really play too much into the character work yet. So it's just no. mainly the squash, uh, yep. which which is I find it better that way with how they're kind of been disjointed. So yeah, very simple, simple squash. Not, not the worst episode of Superstars, but not the not the best either. I would say. Yeah, I mean they're definitely trying to build up. Um, uh, the well done match, which they, I don't know if they announce here, but we'll, we'll just tell now there's going to be a, a, a six man match that then set mm-hmm. up from that, from the breakout. So they were obviously trying to set that up. And then just, again, the good thing they did do there, they did a ton of different storylines, right? They did the head shrinkers. They did uh taker, you know, taker faker. Yep. They kind of brought up uh, uh, the, the uh, uh, Walter Payton. So they were trying to build up SummerSlam as well. So, right. Right. It's like an infomercial. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But you know, kind of lacking a little substance of anything big happening, you know, in there, mm-hmm. uh, we get to, then we go to raw on eight, eight uh, 15. And you, I think you should take this first match over yeah, class awesome. pre-match of our, our King of the ring, uh, you know, standout match, uh, one of the all time, all time, great four minute matches of this one, a little different. So uh, the first thing I'll let you take this match, but the only thing I'm pissed about is like, there was not a single mention of this match anywhere on Superstars or the previous week. Like, this is a a a really big time match. I think from two guys that are hot, especially as Owens going for the title, and the crowd is absolutely nuts for this. So, um, I'll let you take the match, but that was, it was so, just it, it was came crazy. out. It just came out of nowhere. It just came out of nowhere. My very first note was, <laughs> why wasn't I notified about this? <laughs> so, like. This Are you blaming me? Up? Did I not text you? No, right no, 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 sorry, sorry. no. Sorry, so, Like this match, I actually like this pairing even better than Kid and Jarrett. Like Owen and Kid are like just meant for each other, just like Brett and Kid were. I mean, Kid's Kid and for... Je- Kid in general, yeah. Yeah, Kid is he, just—he's amazing. I can't he believe is how great so he is. good. Like he's—I—I I, I hate to say it because I'm such a big Brett fan, but I think Kid is probably the best guy week in week out. I mean, Brett's not wrestling every single week, so um, he doesn't have that advantage with him, but. Everything Kid does is so good right now, even with, like, limited time and uh, not even a push or anything like that. Um, so, yeah, like you mentioned, the the rematch here. Um, cool graphic of Owen on the ring, too, when he comes out, like, the like of his face with the yep. king, like, um, card like or whatever. Card. Yeah, like a playing yep. card, yep. So that was pretty cool. Um, I like how Kid gets on the attack early, so kind yep. of, like... Uh, you know, playing opposite to Owen attacking him, uh, King of the Ring. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Same, um, same notes. <laughs> yep. Owen Owen grounds him with some good arm work. Um, just like great back and forth action between these two. Like this is like the stuff that should be highlighted uh, week in and week out. Like this kind of pairing. Like they have the guys to do it. They're going to get more guys um, in the next you know year or so that kind of fit this mold. But um, it's just very refreshing to see in the WWF. Like, you know, if they focus on tag wrestling too, like the, the whole company could be coming together as like a hot promotion, yep. but at least, at least they have something like this. Um, kid ends up like mounting a comeback and the crowd is like really on fire for him. Like he's definitely over. Um, so once that starts getting really good, of course, Anvil interferes 
for the DQ, which is pretty cool to keep the heat on Owen. And uh, Owen puts the sharpshooter on Kid as Anvil starts to beat him down. So, um, kind of weird that nobody came in and saved Kid. Like he's a clear babyface underdog kind of guy. I don't know. I was, you know, maybe Holly. Yep. Somebody should have come out and saved Razor. Him, but, yeah. yeah, somebody. Yeah. So that was kind of weird, but great match. Good, good opening match to Raw. And uh, yeah, I just wish it was. Um, I wish it was advertised. Yep. And this and then, is one of the. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Can, I get, can I get a couple notes on it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, this is a live taping. The crowd's just nuts for this. Um, I love these feels. You know, you listen to the Wrestling War Zone. It's like that when they get to the four week taping cycle, it's just killing them. Here, we're kind of in a two, three week cycle. Like, this is the awesome stuff. You don't need to do it every week live. Like, right. Again, again that's expensive and stuff, but like this type of match, they should be like, okay, yes, this is what works. Like, look at the crowd into it. Uh, Again, I feel like they waste Kid a lot. Like, he's not going to be on SummerSlam at all, right? They don't even have an interview segment saying he's not on SummerSlam. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just a guy not used, but I have the same thing. Kid hits him early this time, so great psychology there. Uh, and then uh, uh, Owen comes out for the DQ. I was put on there, too. I get not, uh, you know, Kid's lost a lot of these matches. Right. Uh, and maybe they want to kind of say, okay, Brett beat Kid, but Owen couldn't, right? I, I don't know if they'll say that, but that's just kind of an interesting topic you want to. But I do think they wanted – obviously, Owen can't lose here. But they mm-hmm. also then put over that the cage is needed for um, for SummerSlam because uh, Anvil's out there. He's a rat, he's a menace. So that sets up a storyline as well. So I love that too. So right. Th- I think that's a good job there on that too. Yeah, the only thing I was going to add is that afterwards, uh, they have a knuckleball Schwartz in the ring. Um, yep. Weird, weird cut to like this yep. thing that – you can't blame the owners for the strike. Um, this gimmick is terrible. Usually I love campy stuff like this, but like Steve Lombardi, like I I don't know, getting slutted out by Pat Patterson, like this is what that gets you. Like I don't I don't know. Like I don't he's you know, he was Pat Patterson's little, you know, I, I guess side thing and he couldn't get a little further in the company outside of a baseball painting on your face. I don't know. But yeah, that didn't really do anything. Um a Duke Drosy squash was next as well. That was kind of, eh, I guess. Yeah, he, he's. I, 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 I actually think he was been over a, a lot more. But this yeah. one, the crowd. Given this was live, I thought the crowd was pretty dead for him, which I haven't really seen for him. Um, and we did get. Uh, sorry, I have million dollar man commentary. That's is that the next match? Yes, uh, yes. that he comes out for, and that's crazy. Quang does a thirty second match, but for yes. some reason, DiBiase's out there for commentary. I'm like. What right. is happening right now from like that awesome start to like the, the like you said, we, there must be something with MVP with the baseball something, streak. Yeah, it yeah it's a weird time. Yeah, like, yeah, it's weird. So, uh, but then it's just like the Duke match, the crowd was like dead for. So I don't know if like the audio is off or something. But right. then we get this random Quang match, the DiBiase bases out there and then just leaves. Like he does nothing. Uh, but they do announce the opinion, the opinion poll. Uh, you know, try to get everyone's money for whether uh, <laughs> right. Luger sold out to Tonka or not. So, yeah, um, you know, big, big stuff there as well. Yeah. Um, wait, back to Drosy, like Quang, even though it was really short, I still think he's just cool. Like he's just a yeah. cool character at least. Like, you know, just picture myself being eight years old. Quang was cool like to me. Yeah. Um, Duke Drosy, I know he's going to get an actual feud. What the end of the year, very beginning of next well, year, maybe they, he's kind of been with Lawler a little bit, right? Like they started setting that up, right? He dumped the bu- yeah. bucket on him, and it felt That's like that true. was going places. I felt like Drusy started having some, like he's been pretty over for a like a like a crappy shooting, crappy right. gimmick, right? Like I felt like he's been kind of over, and he's definitely a guy that I, 
I think over time, like, uh, he's a decent worker. I feel like, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like I, he, he stays around a lot longer than I thought. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's not yeah. bad. I just, I just want to see him involved in more. Like, you know yeah. Adam, he's kind of like how Adam bomb was last year where yeah. it was just repetitive squashes, repetitive squashes, nothing to like, yep. you know, I don't know if he's even had a match against an actual wrestler outside of a jobber. So. Um, we'll, we'll see from that. So, uh, after that, we do get a King's court with Ted DiBiase. What was I say? Sorry. I think the, I think we said he's been trying to get with that, that, uh, Lawler Lawler. one. It just hasn't, yeah. it just hasn't been working. That's true. So, but all right. so I guess we can see if that happens. Um, so yeah, we get the King's court with, uh, DiBiase and now they're acting like there's only one taker again. Like what the, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, I just don't get this. So like, now they're like, oh, is your taker the real taker? Like. I thought we've already established that it's two Undertakers, you know, and DiBiase just being a dick, but I guess not. Um, and then Paul Bear comes out, and Paul Bear looks crazy in this setting, like of like the King's Court, like everything's bright and everything. Like I don't know, he just doesn't. He sticks out too much in this. Um, you know, it's it's just weird to see like DiBiase, Lawler, and then you got Paul Bear there, like without the Undertaker. So uh, DiBiase ends up calling out the Undertaker. So. This just isn't like, you know. I know in the beginning we're, we're I don't know about you, but I, I found it cool in the beginning, and then yeah, you know, I'm like, you know, why does everybody hate this? And now I'm kind of seeing why everybody hates it because they just like I don't know if it's like Vince got his hands back onto it and it's maybe changed it. It was like at first they kind of did the funny skits with seeing the Undertaker buying, you know, coffin shaped right, donuts. Right, right. It's like kind of campy, but then it was like, okay, it's serious, and now it's like, well, it's campy, and you have. Leslie Nielsen in there and like some of the segments, it just, just jointed and the crowd is pumping or sorry, pumped for taker every time they hit the gong. And then he just no shows like, you know what I mean? It's like, right. It, it would be nice for him to show up and to build this up. I get, they were trying to hold out and make it get on pay-per-view, but like the crowd is desperate for him to come out and they're kind of desperate for it as well. Yeah. So. It, it's, I don't know. I'm just kind of in knowing what kind of match we get out of it. And then knowing it doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's just all this time they're investing into it for something that to pay off, I guess. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yep. And then uh, we get from there, we get a kind of back to back. We get Mabel and Double J doing a, a match. I, we kind of liked this feud before about Double J mm-hmm. and Doink. And it's disappointing they kind of don't go anywhere with that. It's like, oh, this Double J Mabel match. Right. Uh, and then also, it's weird that they keep calling this like the Music City match, which again, I get they both have like music music uh yeah gimmicks but they haven't built that up at all so exactly. it's just like okay it's random okay i get their occupations are both musicians but it, there's nothing to it of why they're why they're fighting so a little disappointing there on that yeah uh, i mean it's a little cliche i guess like to oh let's put the rapper guy against the country yeah. guy and but it's like i don't know it just doesn't feel like that's what like the feud's not based around that like they're not right they have you know, no feud. Yeah, it's not like the West Texas Rednecks versus No Limit in '99. Like, it's yeah. not that. You know, so that yeah, would make more East sense. East Coast, West Coast. You know anything right. like that? Like, they don't. Right. It's just nothing. Like, they haven't talked. They haven't feuded. Again, it's mm-hmm. just very disappointing. And again, I thought we liked the Double J Doink feud. Yes, um, definitely. It was going on and, and some of that, and it, just how d- devious Double J was during that. Right. Uh, like, we. I really thought he did good. Um, oh yeah, that where he wore the face paint—that's all yeah. time. That's like, yep. 
Yeah, That's yeah, next right. level. So. Yeah, picking on Dink, that was great. <laughs> exactly. uh, we do get we get a, a <laughs> we do get a note also about Sunday Night Slam that now Typhoon and Diesel has been added uh, as a non-title match, just in case we were worried about Typhoon walking away with the IC title. Uh, and then we have uh, Heidi <laughs> Lee Morgan somehow fighting Bull Nakano. Yes. So they've set up that random match for Sunday Night Slam in a week. So building those up, we've liked those when we've seen them. The little yeah, uh, yeah. preview little shows one-offs. for pay-per-view. Yeah, yep. so. That's pretty cool. Uh, that's all for that raw, and we'll move on to superstars. Uh, this is taped the same one eight eight twenty or sorry eight two. This is the eight twenty superstars. Um, I, I like the way that the the announcers start the the show in the entrance way uh, mm-hmm. versus kind of like the the generic green city. Like they've changed that up so the, like Diesel walks by and kind of picks on Vince. It's kind of funny, like he just does it. And of, uh, of course, Shawn Michaels with Diesel to start, and it's just wasting away. Uh, Shawn Michaels, like this whole summer, he's done nothing. Right, really disappointing. Crazy. He's kind of one of those guys that, like, you're paying him and he's doing kind of nothing. So, uh, you know, disappointing in that in that that just Shawn Michaels is underutilized. Yeah, I wonder if he's kind of on punishment for like wanting to leave or didn't he get busted? Oh, it feels for like steroids or something. I feel like he got, I just feel like he gets the summer off. I don't think he's in trouble. Well, yeah, I remember. I know Kevin Nash says that on his podcast <laughs> yeah. too. Is that like Shawn wanted like the like a teacher schedule where he was off every summer? So. <laughs> Yeah, maybe there is something to that. But it's like um, the guy that shouldn't do it. The guy that just got busted right. for ster- or fat gut and steroids. Like, right. He shouldn't be the one getting a year off. Like, and he's trying to ascend as well. Like he's competing yeah. with Brett for to be the head of the company kind yeah. of thing. So you'd think he's right. Like look, like look at kid. Like kids out there, he'll do any role, any job, yep. whatever. Like yeah, Sean's not really in the mix as of now. He's more of a manager than anything else. So yeah, yeah, just um, wasted away. Yeah, so from there we get a interview with Owen in the cage. This was awesome. Awesome. Yep. Oh, I had the same note. This is awesome. God, <laughs> this the lighting is down in the cage. Just the way they did this. There's an, a famous interview. Is it Hulk in the '80s with Boss Man? Maybe that's in the cage. Um, yeah, it kind of feels right. Yeah. This, that was an awesome interview too. This is not. This was a heel interview, obviously, so it's not the same. But it kind of reminded me of that. Just. The setting was so good. They're so like little touches like this just make it like next level. Like it just it's really memorable. Uh, Owen's very intense here too. Like he's um, Brett and Owen. It, the, the feud is kind of led by Owen right now because he's the one that's on TV the most, and like he's got Anvil with him, so they're kind of playing uh, together, you know. And Brett's kind of here and there, um, but Owen's just doing a great job leading this. Like he's just. Really calling Brett out, really selling the cage aspect of it. Like, you know, they're going to be locked in the cage together. So, um, I wasn't sure how the build would be as far as like the cage match involvement, but this kind of really sold me on, um, you know, wanting to see it as a cage match instead of another standard match. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was a really cool interview. Different, just different, something different choreography, like in the ring without a crowd as well. Right. Like, uh, you know, so it's in the empty arena too that adds to it. Um, it's pretty cool. Then we get a quick random Bob Sparkplug Holly um, yep. uh, match, whatever. He's kind of nobody. Uh, we get highlights summer for the ladder match for some reason. I don't kind of know why. Because uh, it's Diesel Razor and they're trying to build up Diesel Sean. Like, right. That's what's weird about Sean being off. And then we get the uh, six-man tag match. Smoking Guns, Well Done versus... Uh, or sorry, I should probably put them in order. Smoking Guns and Adam Bomb versus Well Done and Quang. Uh, definitely the Harvey Whippleman match <laughs> yeah. um, uh, here. Bit Adam Bomb kind of... Everyone kind of comes out to like nothing and then Adam Bomb gets his own like introduction and 
it goes really crazy for him. Like yep. I thought he was, he looked so strong. He has this awesome flying clothesline to start of the match. Uh, there's a crazy botch and I'm going to get at the guys wrong, but uh, let's just say Steven Dunn and Bart Gunn. And they both go for like a drop kick. Uh, and I got done here. I was trying to do it from the top rope. It looked like one of the worst botches I've ever seen. I don't know if you oh, noticed that. Yeah, terrible. It supposed to be. Yeah, it's terrible. Like they both kind of said, okay, drop kick. And then clearly when it both did the same thing. So uh, it's heavily, uh, again, the match kind of ends with, you know, Harvey Whippleman getting on the ring apron. Bomb gets double teamed. Then he k- comes in and does the Adam Smasher. He looks good. Crowd's crazy for him. And uh, just a guy underutilized right now. I think he, this is his chance for like kind of moving up. We'll see. But uh, he definitely, of like the six guys, he looks well and above everyone else. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. Like, so like when we first started this project, uh, Adam Bomb was a guy like I was very interested in seeing how his like week to week was, how he, like, I always remembered him being really cool and, just kind of interested to see, and I would like go on YouTube and find just to see like random matches to see how it was. And this was the first one I watched, and I remember it being better than this. Um, it was still kind of fun in moments. It's just like we've seen Smoking Guns now for a couple of years, and they really haven't improved at all. Uh, well done, just is not very good at all. Like they they haven't got as many chances as Smoking Guns have, but um, this just really felt like an Adam Bomb showcase more than anything else, which I'm. You know, I'm fine with. Uh, he, I, I wish he would have got a better push because yep. he, the crowd is definitely behind him, and I bet you it gets even hotter once he starts doing like the bomb squad and the the footballs and everything like that. Like I know he's probably like up there as far as pops go. So, I'm gonna be interesting to track that, um, see where that goes. So another uh, tag team matches next, and that's uh, Bam Bam and IRS. Versus a couple jobbers. And uh, first of my notes here, I just feel like Bam Bam is so reduced by this. Like, he was, him and Luna were such a great act. Um, yeah. He wasn't, like, you know, necessarily a main event act, but he was very, like, high level on the card. He felt intimidating. He felt like a, like a player, at least. And now he just feels like, you know, he's just a part of this faction. He's not really the highlight either. He's part of the tag team. Um, you know, they're more highlighting the, the fake Undertaker or whatever. So, yeah, this is just weird. Um, they do like a cut in with the head shrinkers and Albano. And Albano's so annoying to me. Like, I just hate hearing his voice. Um, and he just it seems like a relic, too. Like, it's, you know, he's an 80s guy to me. Like, it just doesn't feel right here yeah. in 94. Um, so, yeah, just a, just a simple little squash from them. Um, then we get a, pair, uh, a Paul Bear promo in the grave. Um, Yep. So awesome. I, yeah, this was like what I said. He he didn't look right in King's Court. This, this was yep. the setting for him, and he didn't even have his jacket on. He just seemed like so, like distraught. And he's selling that he's like worried about you know his taker and everything. Like, oh, it just came off so good. It's like the little touches. If you follow the story, you know, if you, if you just turn this on, you just be like, what the hell is this guy doing? Why is this, uh, voice so high pitched and he's digging a grave. But if you follow it week to week and kind of see the little details and know that he's probably, you know, freaking out and his mental state is selling it really well. So yeah, that was a definitely a, a solid little cut in promo from him. And that's, and that's his, like, uh, he's taking this as serious, right? right? Like he's treating this as like a serious thing, even though it's like over the top, he's, he's treating it like serious, uh, thing and that's better. And it, the crowd isn't going to laugh or anything like that. It's just the skit. So I really like that. Um, 
they also showed, I, I'm sorry if I you said this, but they showed the inside of the, the United Center, basically this awesome view of it, just like, hey, this uh, new arena, which uh, sh- that's where the Chicago, you know, in Chicago, uh, it's actually yep. the first event, first event ever held there, uh, which is pretty awesome. So they kind of did a, I think when the arena was kind of opening, they kind of did this awesome like panoramic uh, for 1994, pretty awesome. Isn't uh, that panoramic crazy view. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To just kind of show, hey, this is what this arena looks like and we'll be here. So that was an awesome lead up to that as well. Uh, then we just we got our Tatanka squash, and that kind of ends the uh, show, kind of on, on more Million Dollar Man Corporation of, of building, like we just had Bam Bam and IRS. You know, that's corporation. Now we got Tatanka Corporation. We had Undertaker Corporation. Yeah. He's like owning owning the show, right? Whether good or bad, they definitely put him as hey the the main guy, kind of like they would used to do with you know Bobby the Brain Heenan. But yep, this definitely. is definitely you know the back half of the show is all DiBiase, and he looks so much stronger compared to. The six-man tag match with Harvey Whippleman, like there's just such a gulf between the two. Now I know the Million Dollar Corporation later on gets <laughs> shit on, but yeah. right now he's looking strong. Yeah, I mean, you know, Volkov. It started off. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry, sorry. Yes, you're right. You're it started right. off with him. Now it is getting a little stronger. Um, there's going to be a really tall guy. I don't next year. That's going to make it fun for me. Uh, yeah, a certain psychotic individual. But we get one. <laughs> We get one soon that is going to be, I feel like it's going to be terrible, but um, I guess we'll let that play out as well. Yeah, basically. but I mean, like, if you look at it, it's kind of like he's going after the tag team titles. He's got Tataka versus Luger was in the main event. He's got Taker, he's in the main event of Taker, Taker. I mean, like, he's got three marquee, ma- at the time right now, three marquee matchups of, of you know, Sir SummerSlam, the SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I mean, it, it is true. He's, he's doing... Uh, and he's carrying the legwork on the mic too, so that's that's good. Yeah, he's not... we haven't seen and we haven't seen Volkov in a while either. Right, right. Well, we? we're, been... we're, yeah, we're gonna see another '80s wrestler. I know, I know, but I feel like just... I, I, right, I know, but I feel like Volkov was so into it, and we, I feel like he's been really pushed. Well, out maybe he's gone soon. I can't. I don't, I don't it's he's we're terrible. in August. It's yeah. I, I'm I'm hoping that would I can't be fine believe he's, I can't believe he's here '94. I mean that's surprising. Right, right. I mean that's a, right. that's surprising. If we didn't know that, if we saw him come out, like yeah, it's like what? Well, I can't believe talks, how much time every, they give him. Well, every, you know the the meme, and and I just listened to uh, War, so it got brought up again. You know, how Demolition Axe had that like quaffed um, hair. Movie hair, yep. Yeah, uh, Nikolai's is the same thing. Like <laughs> he, he's got the same thing. He, like. He goes straight to the car dealership after this and selling cars. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't even bother. So, I feel like he should get placed in that same realm uh, as Demolition yeah. Axe is. Yeah, so. Demolition Axe was a one night only. Oh, that was crazy. Yeah, that was fu- yeah. that was a big fuck you. you know? Yeah, I am not putting any effort into that. <laughs> exactly. Week down by a weak ass clothesline too. So. Right, right. Uh, all right. Anything else on that, or should we no, go to I rewards? Think we're good. All right, so. Uh, let's go to awards. Uh, most new gen outfit. So I was going to give it to Jarrett with his comeback and I was going to give it to Holly cause he came back as well. Um, but I'm actually going to go savage his, like he had like a crazy pink, all different kind of colors in his, uh, his outfit. So I'm gonna go with him. I'm gonna go to the Macho's two beauties that he had at the pool. They had oh, very nineties, very nineties bikinis, but they were good looking. So yep. Savage, Savage was creeping on. I'm sure. I'm sure they're like <laughs> eighty takes. So let's do that again. I'm sure. Right. Uh, most new gem performer. I'm gonna say Owen Hart. Not only with the match, but the promo in the cage as well. So I'm gonna go with him. Yep. Good. I'll go King. Uh, one, two, not King. One, two, three, Kid. <laughs> 
one, two, three kid. That's a very, very solid match. Like we've talked about and right. the crowd is so into him. It's I, I, I'm never the biggest Matt in ring guy or anything like that, but like I mean, yeah. this crowd, this crowd is into him like nuts for him, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like they are for like a heart or something like that. Like they are into every move. So I, um, I really think he does a good job here. Uh, underrated. Uh, worst match or segments. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Adam Bomb versus Timothy. Well, just really, it just, oh, I well know. Done. Yeah, they did it to set up the match. I get why they did it, but it still kind of sucked. So, uh, let me see if I got anything. Nothing. I, I, the MVP thing. It was probably cut off, so it probably was better than. They yeah, that was weird but, too. Yeah, it was weird. So I'm guessing it was better than that, but it's just such a stupid gimmick. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not bad for the WWF to take advantage of that. Like, okay, people aren't watching uh, baseball, so right. it comes to do which difference. Well, I don't mind them picking, but like, it's just not very. It's just very rough. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, best match or segment, I think we're going to have to go. Yeah, Owen, Owen versus Kid for me. Yep. I, the, normally, I try to move something different. That's just one that's not not moving. right. Uh, anyone stock up? Uh, up, uh, I mean, I'm going to have to say I'll go with Kid. I've been giving Owen a lot of praise. I'll go with one, two, three, Kid. I'm just going to go with Crush because I thought he was in jail and he's not. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's that's definitely soon a enough. Soon enough he'll be there. But right. Uh, anyone stock down? Uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll say Harvey Whippleman because oh, he's, yeah. he's got, you know, he's got almost like a, a mini stable going and it just doesn't feel important at all. So, no, it's, um, it's, and he's just like trumped by DiBiase. So yeah, he's, yeah. I'm gonna go Harvey Whippleman. I'm gonna go Shawn Michaels just wasted away. You know, like that I makes said, sense. The yeah. guy they could use, especially with like a, a guy like Taker out, like you just, they needed marquee names at this all the time out there. Right. Like, well, that's the other thing. Just a 95. 95 struggles because Bret Hart's like barely in anything, right? And I mean, the, mm-hmm. here it is. Like, I know they don't have the the Hogan and the Macho and the Warrior that just, but the other guys people know about Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart, Taker. It's like Shawn, two of your biggest name guys are just not there. Uh, you know, just I think. Well, he also doesn't want to work with guys like outside of the club oh, yeah. either. You yeah, know, yeah, like, no, yeah. Like, think about all the feuds he could be having, like, right now. It, like he has a great match with Jarrett the next year. He could have been working with Jarrett. He could have been working with. I mean, they're both heels, I guess. So yeah, I don't know, but he could be he could be working with different guys and trying to help elevate people as well. So yeah, even like an Anna Bomb or something like right. that. You know what I mean? Like right. guys that we've liked, you know. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I just it's just annoying and, and watching him come out. It's like I could get it if he's on like vacation, but he's like clearly not. He's just like exactly. There for he the just checked out. Partying and drugs. Yeah. Right. So. All right, so next week we got uh, the Sunday Night Slam. So we'll do that. The Raw, that, that's kind of a recap of the Sunday Night Slam. And then there's a Superstar. So those will be the last three episodes right. before we get into the following week, which is the following episode, which will be SummerSlam. So one last little build. We got the big Diesel Typhoon match. But they do have a Crush Luger match and a ton of a ton of build, like final build for the, the, uh, mm-hmm. the SummerSlam. So we'll be there next week. Uh, and we'll see, or in two weeks, and we'll see everyone there. All right. Sounds good. Sir. I can tell you it's getting better with you in my life. I can tell you it's getting better with you in my life. Merry Christmas, everyone. There's your daddy and he brought your mama Every time they hear there's a little bit of drama today
Merry Christmas everyone 